0: Off script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. What else you got for us, Super E? All right, well, here's another one. We're going to make this super quick. I think this will be a Thursday one. This is one where we discovered that man's best friend means that the whole other family is excluded, and I'll explain. Okay, uh, this is about 1994, and this is if you're too young to remember, ask your parents. Everybody had answering machines. You remember those? They were big and bulky, like a big giant, looked like a little tape, recorder, no, like a stereo system. They were some of them were so big for yes. recording phone messages. Well, back then, sometimes when you, uh, you could hear your neighbor's phone conversations on your, uh, phone message answering machines yeah. and in, in the hillbilly hood, this, we get a call from this woman and she goes, you guys, cause you know, she called up us narcotics guys, you guys got to hear a tape and I, I know which neighbor it is because he's so stupid and i got i'm taped this conversations so we go down me and uh, my partner to time was eddie and uh, eddie was a great partner
1: and he so we also go a to, hell of a
0: third base we, yes and so we go down to her place her house and she gives us this tape and we listen to it and we're dying laughing she pointed which neighbor it was his name was delmer and he looked exactly like the name sounds And he was. She so can you believe this? Real quick, growing up, my dad had a friend named Delmer. Did he? Did he fit the name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I had a principal. His name was. His parents must not like him. His name was Delmer Elmer Rund. (laughs) Say that again. You're making that up. Delmer Elmer Rund. I should have had a band like Leonard (laughs) Skinnerd. All and they right. uh, you know, were changing Elmer, the name of the band. Yes. Yeah. But this Delmer, th- the tape recording was him talking to his dope supplier for marijuana. And they were talking about uh, a guy named Bud was going to bring Delmer a pound of marijuana. And a guy named Jim was going to supply all the scales for him to weigh it out. And Bud was fronting him $900 up front. And so we're like, wow, it's clear as a bell, just like them dogs barking. Oh, Lord. And so (laughs) anyways, so we didn't really know, you know, we didn't have much. I mean, we had a lot of information, but there was no activity at the house. Nobody was coming up and to buy anything because he hadn't gotten started yet. You want me to keep going or wait till the dog stop? Oh, that dog ain't going to stop. Keep going. All right. I'm going to keep going then. Because this is about dogs. So anyways, so we decided to do something that people used to do back in the day. It became a new thing of knock and talks. I don't know if we've talked about this before. This is where neighbors complain about somebody in the neighborhood selling dope. And you just knock on the door, tell them there's an investigation, and ask them if they will cooperate. Shockingly, a lot of them do. So that's the route me and Eddie decided to take on this one. So we go to the house, knock on the door. Delmer answers the door. And he does not look like a rocket scientist. He's a complete 180 of a rocket scientist. He looks like the type of guy that subsists on Mountain Dew and chewing tobacco. So we're telling Delmer that we Which have- Which Mountain Dew is a fine product. We might yes, have. it is. Thank you. We don't want to be, disparage it. So we, me and Eddie are standing outside on this guy's porch, and he's got the door open. And we tell him who we are, and he's like narcotics detectives. They go, "Yes, sir." And here's the information we got about you. Um, we know that you're dealing marijuana. We know you've got about a pound. We don't want to do a big long investigation on you, and you know, put you in jail or anything like that. If you just cooperate, we'll come get your. Uh, We'll take your marijuana, go down to the prosecutor, talk to him, and then if there's charges against you, we'll make him as lenient as possible and as painless as possible for you. And, we, you know, we give him the best option available. And Delmer sitting there looking down because he you knows it's true, but he doesn't want to uh, give up the dope or get in trouble, and he's shaking his head, no, I'm not going to do that. I said, just can we just come in the house and, you know, just – let us look around your house. So we did say we did. Something. No, I'm not going to cooperate, not cooperating with you. I said, well, Delmer, if we do do a search warrant on your house from, from obtaining enough information, which we have, we're going to do a search warrant on your house. We're going to come in. We're going to take your drugs. And and then he stopped me and goes, if you do do a search warrant, can you give me about an hour's notice first? I go, that's not how it works, Einstein. <laughs> There's a gigantic element of surprise where your door kicked in. The police come rushing in. We're going to take you to jail, take your wife to jail, and take your kids to the guardian's home. Do you want that? And he's still looking down at the ground, shaking his head. I ain't going to cooperate. I said, so you want to take a chance of you going to jail, your wife going to jail, and the kids going to the guardian's home? Um, he's shaking his head. I'm not going to cooperate. And then we heard some dogs barking in the background, like a chase house. And then Eddie, I saw a light bulb go off in his head because he recognized those were hunting dog barks. And Eddie says, well, Delmer, if we do a search warrant on our house, we're going to knock down your door, lock you up, lock up your wife, send your kids to the guardians home. Delmer's still shaking his head and he ain't going to cooperate. And then we're going to take your dogs to the dog pound. And then Delmer, his, his head starts moving. I can see his eyes bug open. He looks at me like, you know, he stepped in front of a moving train and he goes, not my dogs. I like, he's onto something. I go, yep, them dogs are going to go to the dog pound in cages, probably uncomfortable. And he goes, not my dogs. I said, yep. And he goes, I'll cooperate and he's like not my dogs and he's kind of like tearing up and so I was like Eddie you're a genius so the guy lets us in gives us the pound of marijuana you know and we just he goes you know he says I'll go let me call my wife and I'll just go with you guys and get this over with we're like all right so we go down there and take him down and we lock him up for the most minimum charge for a pound of marijuana you can have and he's in there for a couple days and he gets out and they're gonna put him on work, work release. So we're thinking that's over with, um, which it essentially was. But the neighbor calls us again and goes, You have to listen to this new tape since Delmer got out of jail and was at home. So we go, Okay. So we go over there. She gives us this tape. And me and Eddie go back and listen to it. And when Delmer went to jail and got out, his dope dealer, Bud, calls him on the phone. And Bud goes, Delmer, what the hell happened? He goes, man, the police just came to my house. They knew everything, Bud. They knew that you was giving me the pound of dope, $900, and Jim was supplying the scales. And he's and the, Bud goes, well, how in the hell did they know that? I don't know. And then Bud goes, Did they have a search warrant? Which we did not. And Delmer goes, yeah, bud. It was a great big one. I'm thinking they're all the same. He goes, it was a great big search warrant. And then he's like, Delmer, did they confiscate that $900 I fronted you? And then Delmer paused for a second. He's like, yeah, they took that money too, bud, they motherfuckers. And I'm like, we didn't take any fucking money, that son of a bitch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Bud's like, wait a minute. They know They know too much. They're probably listening to our phone call right now. And then Bud goes, Delmer. He goes, Bud, I won't. He goes, you just did it. Don't <laughs> play my name again. And then Delmer goes, Bud, I will not say your name again. He goes, damn it to hell, quit saying my name. Don't worry, <laughs> Bud, I won't say it. And then Bud goes... You stupid bat. And then hangs up the phone. <laughs> Adrian, <And> so, <laughs> don't say my name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyways, a poor old Delmer, you know, he didn't have to go to jail. I, I saw him working down at Garfield Park doing the. Uh, I'm sorry. The, where? The, 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 one of our parks. And he was doing that uh, kind of like chain gang thing where they were picking up trash and he was very friendly about it sure, he was like was... hey detective super e, everything's going good. good so i said i'm glad to hear that delmer just don't be selling any more of that dope and don't be saying bud's name anymore <laughs> well so done i just to, i just want to make sure the listeners understand so the uh uh Delmer's answering machine the neighbor was picking up his phone calls on yeah, his neighbor, yeah the neighbor on the neighbor's answering machine was picking up the phone calls. Okay, got it. And, it's, it's, and, it's like and, baby monitors. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, that's what it was. And so we got a pound of marijuana off a gigantic line of bullshit. And thankfully the guy was more concerned about his dogs than his own family. Well that's, you can't mess with a man's dogs. No, not my dogs. You can take my wife and take my babies, but don't take my <laughs> dogs. Exactly oh my well i'm looking at the clock uh super E, got anything to add to that nope i'm good to go jay that was those were great by the way a train how about you no i just enjoyed both those stories a lot indeed all right that being said a train take us out all right see you guys see ya